Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today I have DJ Hargrave with Twin City Fashion Week, and also he has his own clothing line, Modern Grit Apparel. Hey, DJ. Hey, Brooke. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I think this is part two. Yeah. yeah. I came on your podcast. You came on here a couple, probably a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. You so were it's part of, three. Yeah, part three. Nice. You were one of my first episodes. Twin City Fashion Week was like episode nine or something it's an honor i don't know why i remember that yeah, that's when you were uh <laughs> still wanting like pictures of everything and now it's like oh we got it yeah. <laughs> times have changed <laughs> times have changed so dj before we got on air we were just talking about how you're in downtown now how's downtown life i love downtown you know it was just a matter of time yeah. uh downtown winston is like my concrete jungle yeah I sp- even prior to this um i lived about 10 minutes outside of downtown and i still spent every it wasn't day close enough. no no still <laughs> close. i need i need to be 10 footsteps from yeah. everything not 10 minutes so yeah. um it's a natural fit and I, I love downtown winston it's my stopping ground so i'm glad to be here yeah it's just it never ceases to amaze me how much it is just constantly changing and growing and getting better and better Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome place to be. Yep. Yep. That's why we're proud to have Fashion Week here and all the other things we're trying to build up to help the uh, growth of Winston. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Twin City Fashion Week. This will be the third year, right? Yep. This will be the third year of Fashion Week. We started it back in 2019. Of course, we had to skip 2020 naturally, um, but it'll be our third year doing this show. To put it in a nutshell, Fashion Week is a... It's a platform for creatives, specifically in the fashion industry, to put their work out there uh, for the locals to see. Um, so we bring in some uh, independent designers, people that will literally be in college or they'll be sewing in their living room yeah. to big box retailers. Like we've had Altered State and um, bigger retailers here in the area. So it's really for anyone and everyone that's involved in the fashion industry, whether you're a designer, a model, someone that just wants to volunteer and, and get your uh, feet wet in the industry, a hair and makeup artist. It's literally, we just try to bring everyone into one building and make it a uh, classy party. Yeah. As I oh, like to call well, it. it definitely is. I went to the one in 2019. Obviously, nobody went in 2020. I was unfortunately at a bachelorette party last year. I mean, not unfortunately. It was a great bachelorette party, <laughs> but I wish I could have made Twin City Fashion Week too. So it, the pictures looked amazing. It is a classy time for sure. It's fun to get dressed up with your friends um, and see these huge collaborations going on in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm, absolutely. We're, we're really excited. We're, we're already in the works for the 2022 show. Um, we traditionally have it in April, but of course, you know, with the pandemic, it pushed our timeline off. So we ended up having our 21 show, 2021 show in August, yeah. which means we'll do our 2022 show probably somewhere between August and October. So uh, we'll release the dates here pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Doing something in August and then turning around and doing it again in April is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know how hard it is to plan events. Oh, it's, my uh, gosh. Well, you crush it every time. It is. So is it going to be at the Millennium Center again? Yes. As of now, yes, it's going to be at the Millennium Center. Okay. Um, you know, every year we're trying to bring something new to the table, trying to mix things up. Yeah. Uh, Fashion Week is great, but at the same time, you don't want people coming back to the same event every year. Sure. So we're always trying to evolve and uh, look at different things. You know, we're, we're going to have the uh, dog show at Renolda House this time. Yes. So that'll be fun. Oh, and, my gosh. Uh, we'll see what else new we can bring to the table. Yeah, I feel like so every year it kind of keeps getting a little bit longer because eventually the goal is for it to actually be an entire week, right? Absolutely. I would say the long-term goal is for it to be a Monday through Sunday show, maybe Sunday through Saturday. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't imagine the 
the work into it seven days of of shows but awesome something awesome for winston-salem for sure absolutely yep absolutely brooke i was looking up it was episode 11 episode 11 yeah okay back in march of 2020 yeah it was right before it was right before the covid yeah (laughs) wow yeah i didn't realize that yeah it was right before i remember actually when it because like at the time when we recorded it was still gonna happen and then yeah that that was one of the last like episodes released before the shutdown wow yeah crazy times i bet i went to a post malone concert probably that day or a few days after because i remember i went to a post malone show then the day after uh, uh, the president was on TV, like shutting everything down. So I was like, oh yeah, it was gosh. probably around that time. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mm. So, okay. So twin city fashion week. And I also want to just quickly talk about your clothing line. Tell us about that. So yeah, modern grit is the thing that I've been wanting to do for, I would say a few years now. And I always had an excuse to procrastinate it. But yeah. then when COVID hit, the pandemic hit, um, all my excuses were gone out the window. <laughs> I got nothing but time. <laughs> right. Time was the main thing. And so, you know, what's interesting is I always said I never wanted to be a designer, um, but I, I still wanted to have some kind of clothing representation of, of my values and my beliefs and what I believe in. And that's how Modern Grit was born. So in August of 2020 was when I launched it. Um, I started working on the process of like getting my logo, building my website, um, building the social media pages, uh, going back and forth with manufacturers, figuring everything out. I started that in April, a few weeks after the pandemic started officially launched in August and, uh, you know, modern grit really, it, it means the pursuit of excellence in all areas of life, uh, career, um, career slash business relationships slash family. And then, um, I'm blanking career <laughs> family and fitness. Yeah. So, yeah. um, just really just making sure that you're pursuing excellence in all areas of life. And, uh, you know, just not being one dimensional with, with your pursuit of greatness. You know, the reason I started it is because I see other brands where it's all about just looking good, to be quite honest, um, which makes sense. It's a fitness brand. You know, if you're building a fitness brand, you want to look good. Um, but at the same time, I, I wanted to build something that represented more than that. A little, you know? not so shallow, a little deeper, mm-hmm. deeper dive. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal was like when you see someone in a gym or you see someone wearing modern grit, it's like, hey, this isn't just a guy that's in here trying to look good. He also has like a great relationship with his family and with his friends. He's also a guy who is, you know, um, making dope podcasts and like, you know, building a business or, or doing great things in his career and serving the community. That's that's my goal of what I want people to think when they see someone wearing modern grit. Oh, I like that. That's a good a good message to send. Thank you. Thank so you. the apparel is, ath- you know, athleisure, right? Mm, Workout yes. clothes. Yep. So mm-hmm. what's the right word? What's the correct terminology for that? I like that. Athleisure. I've never heard that before. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's pretty much all I wear. So. Yeah. You could say athleisure <laughs> for sure. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the type of person I just described, there's someone that has things going on in, in different areas of life. So I mean, it may be someone that you get off at five o'clock and then you have, I don't know, you have to run to run errands for your family or you have to go to some casual event, some casual networking event. And then from there, you want to go straight to the gym. Yeah. So the pieces are meant to be transitional oh, okay. so that you're comfortable wearing them either under your outfit or, you know, as your outfit outwardly and uh, just going straight to the gym from whatever you were doing before. Yeah. Awesome. So what's kind of a challenge that you had to work through while building this clothing line? Oh, man. I think it was 
getting involved in a design process, measuring the distance of like the chest of a shirt to the arm whole length to yeah. the distance from the top of the shoulder to the armpit. It's like, why? So I, I never so thought about that stuff. In it. You're not like just saying, you're not like putting that on somebody else to like. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like That's every, awesome. every size that comes, I'm determining literally like every single inch of the, of the garment. Um, the differences in the sizes, the difference between a medium and an extra large to a double XL, mm-hmm. um, picking the fabrics involved in the whole process. So it is really learning the jargon of, of design and uh, being able to communicate that with manufacturers so that I actually, actually get what I want. Yeah. So, cause prior, prior to this, you know, when it comes to the fashion industry, I've been involved in the event side and the marketing side. So getting involved in the design process has been a, a challenging transition, but it's been, it's been fun. Well, I would imagine that getting into that part of it probably makes you appreciate and able to connect with people during fashion week. Um, a little better because you get it you're like okay (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah and i've always uh definitely had empathy you know for the designers and understanding how difficult it is to to put these garments together for models for just to go out on the runway once um but now i I understand even more in fact i showcased modern grit at the last fashion week oh that was a little nerve-wracking oh my gosh i'm sure it helped me understand that too not just the the difficulty that goes into design but also like the the nerves and the the anxiety around putting a garment out there on the runway. That's something I underestimated. Just like, well, what if something happens to the garment like right before they go out there? What if they're out there and like a a piece of fabric is hanging out and you have a picture where something's like a string is, you know, it's like, there's so many things that could happen. And um, I never really thought about that until I had to do it myself. So, yeah, that's awesome. So what all is in your current clothing line right now? It is, um, well, I have a sample hoodie on, so hoodies will I be like coming the hoodie. soon. Also, Very I have a, nice. hat, a hat. Thank you. Hat's coming out soon. Um, but right now it's short sleeve tees, long sleeve tees. I have a few shorts. I have tank tops. And then I have uh, chain and pendants, like necklaces okay. with, with the Tiger logo. And sweatshirts coming soon. Hats coming soon. Hopefully some joggers soon. I was going to say joggers. Yeah. I'm a big joggers fan. Yeah. And then also, um, you know, I mean, aside from the clothes, I also want to build a community. Um, so, you know, you have the grit talk podcast, Mm -hmm. you have the daily or weekly, depending on how consistent I am (laughs) with everything, (laughs) as you you can probably understand, um, uh, blog posts. And then we also have a group talk called the tiger's layer, um, which is like a a monthly group that people can join where we come in and discuss things like work-life balance, uh, mindset, how to handle different areas of life and juggling everything. So it's almost like instead of just wearing a brand, um, you're actually like getting involved with the message behind the brand. How can I improve yeah. uh, this part of my life? So, so this group talk, how does that work? So it's literally like it's it's a monthly subscription. Okay. And um, you just join, and it's like a Zoom link that you ah. just click on, and um, we get in there, and I just give kind of like a twenty to thirty minute lecture. Yeah. And then just kind of open it to answers and questions. How many is it open to anybody? Like, what's your what's an ideal? person that would join that it's open to anyone and everyone but um ideally i mean it's someone that describes uh or someone that fits kind of like our our demographics so someone that's busy someone that's in the fitness someone that wants to improve their life 
and they're just constantly learning and looking for for both strategies and mindsets that'll help them achieve that in their lives. So yeah. that I mean, describing that that could be an eighteen year old, that could be a fifty year old with four kids, you know. So yeah, somebody just that has that growth mindset. Mm-hmm. It sounds like absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you some questions. I'm gonna put you in the hot seat. All right, I've never you done ready? this before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> if you could send a message to the entire world. What would you say in 30 seconds or less? I would say that the ultimate fulfillment you can get in your life is number one. It's two things for me. Number one, serving people. And number two, learning every single day. Um, If you find ways to to serve people and learn every single day and grow and feel like you're not the same person you were yesterday or a month ago or a year ago, you'll – you'll probably find the happiness and fulfillment that you're looking for. I like that. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah, I think serving is so, can be underrated sometimes. Like if you're not doing things for others and serving the world, like what, you know, what are we here for? What are we doing? Yep. Yeah, I like that. Okay, what's something you like that most people do not? I like kale. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even skip a beat. Right. Yeah, no, I don't like kale unless it's like in a smoothie where I can't taste it or like, that's it. Yeah. Uh-uh. You, you, you just straight do, up eat kale. Yeah. You got to do some things to it depending on your taste. Yeah. I, like, so personally, I like to saute it and uh, maybe throw go, some. I'm going to go with spinach over kale, though. You oh, yeah. Sa- you saute kale? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. I can do some spinach, too. Okay. Oh, I love spinach. Me, too. You're yeah. such a healthy eater. Every time I see your Instagram stories, I'm like, oh, he's such a healthy eater. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I'm over I have here, my like, days. I'm eating my, like, french fries and, like, pizza. Like, I'm, <laughs> I got to do better. I have my days. Yeah. Trust me. Moderation, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like my friends are always like, like, how do you, how do you, uh, how are you so fit? And you, um, but then I'll be with them and we'll get like Chick-fil-A. I'm like, dude, that's like 1% of my life. Yeah. Like when got, I'm with y'all. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you gotta, you gotta have it all. Yeah. If I know for me, like we were talking about somebody was in here earlier and they were talking about dry January. And I was like, you know, the way that I, like my mind works, if I told myself like, okay, no alcohol for the whole month of January. I would just want to drink more. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I'm doing 75 hard right now. That's what it's like. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Tell me how that works. Does, that, does it have to be 75 days in a row? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so disheartening. <laughs> yeah, no, that ain't happening. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's been a journey. Oh, uh, my gosh. I only day? have 12 days left. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I've been following you along, and I guess I should have assumed that, but I was like, maybe you get to pick <laughs> You know what? Like, this is a holiday. We're going we're gonna to skip yeah. this day. Oh, my gosh. Hey, How's that been going? It's good. It's good. Um, you know, the interesting, well, not to get too sad here, but the reason I, I started it uh, is because, so my, my grandmother passed on November 2nd, and um, after that, I, I kind of had a tough time being productive. You know, I'm, I'm 25, so I haven't really gone through much loss in my life. Yeah. So that was my first major one, and I just went through, like, a phase, which is natural, where you're just kind of lazy. Like, you're just like, dude, you're just kind of well, demoralized. And you're sad, yeah. Yeah. And so... It was kind of hard for me to get out of that, and so I needed something with some structure to help me uh, do that. So that's that's why I decided to get on seventy five hard, and it's been amazing, and it definitely helped with that. And uh, so tell us what for those who don't know, tell us what that what it is. So it's seventy. It's it's seventy five days of hell. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> honestly, because like most people think of it as a fitness program, which it kind of is, but it's really a mental toughness program. Oh yeah. Um. So it's seventy five days straight, no days off, where you have to follow a diet, 
no cheat meals, no alcohol. You do an indoor workout and an outdoor workout every day. Uh, the outdoor workout has to be like outside, outside, like not under shelter. Um, yeah. And then you have to drink a gallon of water and read 10 pages of a book and take a progress picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's been the most difficult part of that? Definitely the outdoor workout. Definitely the outdoor workout because it's so inconvenient. Yeah. And it's, it's you cold. Because you go to a gym. So. Yeah. Yeah. I go to the gym and then I'll have like You're one like, to three it. days off. <laughs> Well, I won't do anything. So now having to work out twice a day. And then one of those being outside in sub 40, 30. Just wait till Sunday. We're getting a blizzard. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. You got to record that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So definitely like the outdoor workouts because it takes time. You know, what about what about the eating portion? What? So what? Tell me the eating parts again. You drink a gallon of water. Yeah. But it's it's not super strict on the food portion. No, you kind of make up your own diet. Okay, good. So I'm, I just kind of go, like, intuitively. Like, of course, I don't, I like, no French fries, no desserts. Yeah. Like, things of that nature. Um, so the food thing hasn't been that bad, to be honest. Yeah. Well, have you read some good books? Oh, yeah. I've read, like, seven books. Wow. <laughs> Does that part, I feel like that part would be difficult for me because, like, the only the, a good time to read for me would be, like, when I'm about to go to bed, but then I would just fall asleep. Do you do it in the morning? Do you do it in the evening? So I'll, um, the bad thing is that I save it for the evening, like, before I'm about to go to bed. And yeah. uh, I usually want to go to bed. Like, it's the last thing I want to do. I would rather go outside and walk <laughs> sometimes than because at least it's, like, mindless. You know, yeah. you're just walking. But, uh, you got to, like, think when you're reading. Uh, yeah. So I, I try to do it. I do it in the evening or I'll try to do it during my lunch Yeah. at work. Yeah. I hate reading. I hate it. I used I re- to love it as a kid. I got to get back into it. It takes patience. Yeah. You, what's what's your favorite out of so far out of the ones you've read? What's your favorite book? Mm, probably my favorite was it, it was called I think it's called Story Brand. Uh it was a marketing book. If okay. you if you Google that word story brand, uh okay. you, you should find it. But it was basically a book about storytelling ah. and advertising and marketing, how to be a better storyteller. Ooh, I like by that. Donald Miller. Yes. 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 Shout story out to Donald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I should read that because Storytelling is so crucial if you're in a role like either of us, but for anybody, really. Yeah. Always good to improve your storytelling skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a book where, I mean, almost every page, I was like, what? Like, just yeah. just epiphanies and, and just learning something where you're like, oh, my gosh. Because he talks about the books we read or the movies we uh, watch and the TV shows and series we follow and why you're hooked on them. Yeah. And he, he, you're, he's basically telling you about yourself. And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's why I love Star Wars. <laughs> like, it all makes you're sense. You're being exposed. Now. Yeah. What, like, did he have, or what's like a tip that comes to mind for being a better storyteller? Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton in there. So there was like a seven step process to creating a good story. And I think that one of the ones that sticks out was wow, there was a couple. So one of them is is the idea of like the antagonist and how the antagonist doesn't always have to be a supervillain. Mm. It can be a moral dilemma. Um, it can be uh, uh, society is going in one, in one direction and you're trying to save everyone. So you're trying to influence people or pull everyone to go in the other direction so you can save the world. Like yeah. your antagonist um, doesn't have to be like an actual person. Uh. Uh, or it doesn't even have to be like a lot of people. 
it can just be a, a, a concept, a mindset, a philosophy, mm -hmm. propaganda that you're trying to fight against. So uh, that's, it's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to read that. I think it would probably be helpful to do something like you're doing to say like, okay, I'm going to commit to reading 10 pages a day. Because like, especially books like that, not that they're not interesting, but they're deep and they're a lot. And so it's hard to sit down and read like half of a book in one sitting that's mm -hmm. like so much information mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> not like a fiction book you know oh yeah yeah you got to break it down yeah for sure well good for you that's awesome thank you okay next question what do you value most in your friends the ability to laugh and just have a good time yeah that's pretty um, important yeah i honestly because i work a lot and so my time with my friends or time with my uh, family and people in my life are really a time where I just release. Like, I don't want a lot of people, man, I feel like it's kind of backhanded, but <laughs> some people will, will, will come into my life, like new people, and they'll want to talk about like business and my YouTube channel and modern grit and fashion week. And because I think they think that's what I want to talk about because I work yeah. a lot and that's how I brand myself yeah. as a hardworking guy. But like, when I'm actually talking to people one-on-one, -on -one, like those are the last things I want to talk about, especially in like a casual setting, like going out to eat or getting a beer or hanging yeah. out at the apartment. Like I just want to just, just laugh and just like that medicate makes, myself that way. That makes total sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. Cause it, people do kind of affiliate you with that brand and they probably think that's all that you, <laughs> all that you want to talk about. Yeah. Just work. Yeah. There's more to you than work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, next question. What do you consider your greatest achievement? It's a tough one. That is. <laughs> you can take a pass if, if you or think about it. I would say, okay, so I mean, I'll, I'll just say this one. Um, at one point, I, this is kind of shallow, but, but <laughs> I, um, back in 2018, I lived, uh, I was with my parents at home and the link apartments down at innovation quarter at Bailey park, uh, were being built. In fact, I don't think they had even broken ground yet, but I put it on my vision board. I was an intern making like 15 bucks an hour or something like that. And I put it on my vision board. I was like, man, it would be so cool to live there. Yeah. Um, and I was like broke. And then a few years later, um, when they opened, I was one of the first like 10 people to live there. Um, and that was my first time like manifesting something like putting on my vision board and actually happened. Yeah. Um, so that, that's not the most important thing I've accomplished. That's just something that comes to mind. Cause it's the first time yeah. I've like manifested something and it was I've, so cool. Manifesting things, man. That's, that's the real deal. I think people under underrate that. Like mm -hmm. they think, I don't know. They don't, if you speak it into existence, if you believe it, if you keep at it, then <clears throat> a lot of people just think it's uh woo woo mumbo jumbo. Yeah. And no, it's not. It's, I mean, yeah, sure. certainly what it is, it's manifesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, and I think even the opposite, you can manifest bad things too. If you focus all of your energy and time thinking about those things, like, you know, gotta yeah. stay positive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I am so excited about Fashion Week. I'm so excited about your your apparel line. I'm excited about your podcast. You have some great things going. Thank you. So tell us how we can find DJ. So on Instagram, at DJ Hargrave on TikTok. Pretty much anywhere, just type in D as in dog, J-H-A-R-G-R-A-V-E. Um, for Modern Grit, you know, just just go to moderngritapparel.com um, or you can just Google Modern Grit and it'll be the first thing that pops up. Um, there you'll find all the 
clothes I have, the link to the the Tigers Lair, that that weekly group that I was talking about earlier, um, and everything. And then and of is course, that, is that free? How much does that cost? Uh, you know, right now it's ten dollars a month. I'm gonna okay. bring it down to five. Okay. Um, so it'll be five bucks a month. Just like something to hold people's commitment, but right? Like, that that's not right. Um, and then also Twin City Fashion Week, just TwinCityFashionWeek.com. If you go to DJHargrave.com, you'll find the links to everything. So Twin City Fashion Week, when dates and stuff are released, I'm sure you'll personally post that too. Yeah, I'll okay. post that personally. It'll be on the Fashion Week um, Instagram and awesome. all the social media outlets. Awesome. Well, always a pleasure chatting with you. And if you see DJ out downtown with a beer, that means that more than 12 days have passed yes. since we recorded this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Probably going to incendiary. You've earned it. You've earned it. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on Instagram, at Forsyth Mags, and also on Facebook, at Forsyth Mags. And all of our content for all three of our publications is online at ForsythMags.com. And that's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.